The following presentation is licensed under the Creative Commons Attribution Sharealike Non-Commercial License. For more information on Creative Commons licensing, please visit www.creativecommons.org. Not panic, ladies and gentlemen. The casuals have taken control of the airwaves for Sunday, the eighth of August. This is casually hardcore. You must stay tuned in. Tangent alert. Yes, as the aforementioned eighth of August, two thousand ten. This is casually hardcore. I am Gnomewise. I'm Eilat. I am Dexa. And you're not paying attention. You're I'm hypnotized by your Steve Jobs device that just owns your soul. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I see it passing out of your nose even I, as we speak. I was going to provide you with technical knowledge that the IRC is providing, saying your mic is too low. Oh, yes, I see. That's, that's, come that's in. important technical knowledge. I and, see. and who are you? They're talking, speaking. Yeah, some some dude, some guy. Whoa, <laughs> whoa, <laughs> some guy. <laughs> Some don't go in. Ow. Well, that's just making it loud for ourselves. That's not necessarily making us loud for the rest of them. We should join chat. Perhaps. It is highly overrated. No, it's, oh. fun. it's fun. I'm joking. <laughs> okay. They say it's all balanced. Just lower than the previous show. Yep. Hey, dude. <laughs> watch that. Okay, that should do it. You can hold your mic the whole time? Well, no, I will. <laughs> I thought it would be nice to the nice listeners and turn my mic off before I make the... Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> we can cover it up. We'll uh, just do a rap to it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I thought you were doing some sort of euphemism by hold his mic the whole show. I was like, he's older than seven. <laughs> well, we know he only has one hand free during the show anyway. So. <laughs> we can see how That's they get true. uncomfortable. <laughs> what exactly the hell does wow. that mean? No, do tell. What exactly does that mean? I'm just saying your it other hand. It shakes a bit. I have one hand on the, the mouse. Yeah, that's what you were talking about, well, right? Exactly. On the drop Yeah, I mean, I don't know what else you were thinking of. I, I was thinking uh, drop-ins. I was thinking drop-ins since you tend to put them on all the time. So Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Silence! See, they're quiet, oh, too. That was really loud. Oh, yeah, that was really loud. Silence! Have you been messing with our board? Silence! <laughs> he has Apparently. been messing with the board. I haven't. I think uh, and, uh, the boy has been in the closet where the board is, and the dials have gotten mysteriously reset all over the damn place. Oh, yeah. Blame the kid. I see how that is. <laughs> uh, blame the kid when he did it? Yeah, I'm I will. I will blame him every time. Very convenient scapegoat. How there. convenient. Mm. So since we're probably going to need to edit the hell out of this and start the show right about here when everyone can hear us, for August 8th, 2010, this is Casually Hardcore. And I'm wondering what the is there a radio? I can hear something weird. I swear I can hear things Oh, no, in that's the people in, in the uh, video chat who have failed to mute themselves, so I'll just kill them. By, oh. by hand. Murder You'll, you'll them. just murder them by hand. Oh all right. <laughs> so, in other words, he likes that close. <laughs> exactly. I was like, 
no nuclear weapons for you. I prefer, you know. The personal the feedback. The personal feedback, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and now my mouse has stopped working. This God. <laughs> oh, I blame okay. Grail myself. Oh, Actually, okay. um, I blame you for trying to do two shows right in a row. Yeah, hey, I did them on separate equipment even, so this would be unadulterated except for by small seven-year-old hands. Oh. And then you walked away from your equipment for two hours. As in the hell, what was I thinking? <laughs> there yep. you go. So huge tangent alert. We have a lot to talk about today. We're all over the map. Yeah, wow. hopefully we can get to it <laughs> at some point. I'm sorry, was yeah. someone talking? <laughs> exactly. Do I know you people? What God are you doing in the living room? Only knows. So let's talk about the past on. first. The, uh, the past being last weekend. Yes. Where Iolite and Ted Hunter actually were both off at DEFCON. Yes. Yeah. Booyah. Tell us. What did you see there that was of note? Um... Wait, that'd take the whole tangent section, are you sure? Well, take a chunk of it and, and run with it. We'll Summarize. We Whittle it okay. down? Well, um, let's see. I saw lots of um, both very cool people and kind of crazy people. Um, I saw uh, people learning and playing with technology in scary ways. Um, you know, there's always rumors <laughs> of, uh, of who's going to get arrested this year at DEF CON. Um, wasn't me, uh, still won't be me. I had, um, oh yes, nemesis. Of course I started talking and therefore you came over to tap me on the shoulder and say, mama, 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 (laughs) what is it? Nemesis? No, no more popsicles. You have You've already had two today. Wow. So, um, there I am at DEF CON. There I was. There I was. There I was in the Congo. Uh-huh. And um, I saw a couple of really, really cool presentations. Of course, because the droid is new, um, a lot of the presentations were, here's how you hack the droid. Right. Yes. Um, one of the presentations was talking about the exploits. You know, you download the app off of uh, the Google App Store. And, hey, look, it accesses information that you didn't know and sends your phone information, including all your call logs and everything else, you know, to this unknown box in China. Oh, fabulous. So being aware of what you're downloading and looking at the information that your application, this happened to be a background, desktop background app. Um, So here's these cute backgrounds you can put on your Android phone. And you go and download it, and the information that it accesses is phone information. And under there, it turns out it's accessing everything and shipping it off. Um, So they were talking about those exploits. It's like, here, 4 million people downloaded this app. Um, It was free. It was free, and here you go. And then um, the second presentation, I was sitting in the same room specifically for the last presentation, and I knew I needed to be in the room three hours early, um, or I wouldn't have room to be there they wouldn't the the halls were full and when they were full they wouldn't let anyone else in so you would stand outside in line hoping to get into the presentation so you showed up early um the next presentation was called this is not the droid you're looking for and essentially it went down to the kernel level in the droid phone and showed how to hack the phone from the kernel level rootkit based and so all the applications were completely blind to it. And he basically took a, hey, you've contacted me and your phone wants to download this information. And through this information, you now have a rootkit and I own you. And it was pretty, it was pretty intriguing. Wow. 
Um, but the third presentation was the best, and it kind of struck nearest to my heart, which is the reason why I was there. It was called Practical Cell Phone Hacking. Okay. And what he did was he stood up in the front of the hall, and he set up his little cell tower, uh-huh. and he used about $1,500 worth of equipment, and he, cr- he created his own cell base station. And he was using the bands that were uh, set up for ham radio bands. Amateur radio, yep. Perfectly mm-hmm. legal. Right. He would broadcast his ID every 10 minutes, which is the only requirement. The fact that these cell phone signals also run on these ham signals but are not the primary users means that you can do this. Mm. And he essentially hijacked every... GSM, GSM phone, in, phone the in the room. Really? Wow. And said, so they all hooked up onto his base tower. It turns out that all cell phones use whatever the base tower tells them to mm-hmm. as their operations device. What their level of what encryption. What their level of encryption is, everything they do. And so the base tower says, hey, you're going to operate now on plain text. What? And the oh, cell wow. phones go, okay. Sure. <laughs> And then he basically set up his base tower and said, want me to show you how to spoof this tower to make it look like, look like it's AT&T? Oh, and he wow. showed you how to spoof it. Now it looks, it, even if you were digging in, even if you were, as the user, looking at what the base tower's ident was, it would look like an AT&T tower. Wow. And then he started, here's all of the contacts that people have made. Here's all of the outgoing calls. And everybody, he's, he was telling everybody, pick up your phone, try and make an outgoing call. And they would pick up their phone, try and make an outgoing call, and um, they would get this little message that says, Hi, welcome to your hijacked network. <laughs> we now own your phone. Um, nice. And literally, he was downloading everything onto a laptop. That was just for the um, T-Mobile and AT&T phones in, in the room. It was the GSM phones. Right, so Any okay. GSM phones in the room. Um, Scary, nonetheless. So all the iPhones, everything. In, Verizon was okay because they don't use that mode of phone. On right, that they're CDMA. Right. right, which is the competing technology only here in the U.S. But they, um, you know, they're walking by the halls outside, and they're telling everybody in the halls, "Hey, you got a GSM phone? You might want to turn it off." Um, <laughs> and then they had, uh, you know, they had all this dis- these disclaimers before. If you need to call nine one one, you're not going to be able to do it from your cell phone during this presentation. Wow! So wow. you need to be talking. You know, you need to be talking to us. And he, then he told everyone, "If you don't want your phone owned right now, turn it off." Gotcha. <laughs> He's like, "Because I'm about to start, mm-hmm. and once I start, I own everything." Because your phone's about to do what I tell it to. Because I am the phone company now, as far as it is concerned. Well, and essentially, the, the you know the requisites are that the phone that the signal, the base tower signal, is simply the strongest signal in the vicinity. Because mm-hmm. the phones are designed the, to find the highest quality signal. By right, default. of course. They yeah. buy well, and they at regular intervals go out and seek the yeah. towers and check signal strength. And so, you know, it was like, first it was 30 phones, then it was 60 phones, then it was 75 phones, then it was 90 phones, then it was 120 phones, and it was 150 phones. And by the end, he just had, you know, every Every GSM phone. phone. Yeah, yeah. yeah, by 40 minutes, he owned everybody. Can you imagine the poor person walking by the front of the Riviera with their GSM phone at that time and (laughs) trying to place a call? (laughs) Hi, your phone's been owned. (laughs) What? How many calls like AT&T and Sprint were getting like, oh, what happened here? And they're like, what are you talking about? <laughs> well, they did. Um, they did warn the, the cell phone providers. Oh, did they? Uh, actually, no, they, they didn't warn the cell phone providers. They uh, got permission from the FCC to do the presentation and to demonstrate none of this 
was technically illegal. Mm. Um, however, all of the information that you gained from it could be used for very nefarious purposes. Nice. Um, not only that, but you could simply have not given them the message that said their phone was hijacked. You could have simply routed their call. Right. And listened in. And listened oh, yeah. completely. And so, issued their cell phone handset instructions and harvested info. And that was the point of his... Uh, the point of his presentation. presentation. The, yes, mm-hmm. the point of his presentation. GSM security sucks and something should be done. This wow. is a really, yeah. really amazingly intelligent guy with big, long, bright blue fingernails. Huh. Because it's, it's <laughs> DEFCON. They were distracting <laughs> as he was doing his presentation. I'm like, wow, those fingernails are bright and long for a guy. <laughs> and he had this really long straight hair, and um, and I was sure that he had gone to like uh, QueerCon the night before because there's all these different uh, evening activities at DefCon um, that are so quaintly labeled, such as QueerCon and the Black and White Ball and the Freak Show, and the I mean, it's mm-hmm. like you go to all these places, you're like. By the way, freak show mm-hmm. not so freaky. Hmm. Really, I was expecting to be substantially more freaked out. You wanted more freak I, in your freak show. Yeah, well, I not hadn't been. Freak. Yeah, I, I, I hadn't been to a freak show before, so I was curious. And you were but, uh, you were freak curious. Uh, I was. <laughs> I was curious, and um, and yeah, not very freaky. Um, so, but you know, of course, mine to do the the blend in moment um, and be able to work the booth. I did turn my hair or portions of my hair um, Atlantic blue. Actually, the color of my character's hair. I you know, I light. Nice. I lights blue um, for the show, uh, and it didn't come out. <laughs> yes, the the temporary uh, hair coloring turned out to be not so temporary. Wow. I can yeah. still see a little of it there. There yeah. is a yeah. little of it. Well, you know, the funny part is, uh-huh. is this, what you're seeing right now, Grail, is after I put permanent hair color on it this wow. morning. Over the top of it, yeah. Over the top of it. That's uh, that quality product you got there. Some serious <laughs> hair color fail. Serious <laughs> crap. Yeah, I mean, unbelievable. So, um, and then you know, I mean, there were artists there. They had a um, hackers for charity had a mohawk drive, where basically like it was it was donate. They would you know here we'll give you a mohawk. Donate twenty dollars. And and there were people taking them up on it. Nice, wow. <laughs> um, and then I yeah seriously. And then one of the uh, one of our main contacts there, who we really enjoy, one of the the primary goons, because all the people who work DefCon um, who are working the conference are called goons. Mm-hmm. Um, the and goon squad. W- one of the primary goons um, was. If they'd raised a thousand dollars, he would get a mohawk. So they were running around getting the. We gotta get a grand. We gotta get a grand. We gotta they, get a grand. They got uh. him. They did get him, and he had to get a mohawk. And he's like, "I don't <sighs> think my nana's gonna like this, this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> we had a family reunion yeah. the following weekend, and I'm like, maybe you're just gonna have to take it all the way down, man. Exactly. Chrome or invest in hats. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was pretty. It was pretty funny. Um, actually most of the people on the wall of shame this year were using applications, wall of sheep, I should say, were using applications like Twitter Mm -hmm. and Foursquare Mm. were the most primary seem to be exploited, easily exploited, most Mm -hmm. easily exploited applications, um, to, um, be able to, uh, 
actually do this, uh, get into their phones and get their information. And, and it wasn't just the tweets they were getting. It was like, here, no, the, here's the, everything. The gateway wow. into the machine was the application, and then mm-hmm. they were in the machine. Uh, right. To back up the truck about 500 paces here, um, in the IRC... <laughs> Which, yeah. if you're listening live, you should join us in Internet Relay Chat by coming to vtwproductions.com. You should. And clicking on the chat button at the top and choosing chat. All cool people do. All the cool yes. kids are doing it. Um, except for the super uber cool people who are joining me at the dance party outside of Iron Forge on Brewfest Field. Ice Crown U.S. Alliance side. There you go. Right on. And in the IRC, <laughs> we have a representative. <gasps> he is our representative. He is the... Barry Vaughn, awesome. Barry VA is the person you should send personal messages to during the show just because we love him. And he has a drop-in. Barry White, save my life. Please do not PM the host during the show. Send your messages to B... Brain fart. Wow. Barry VA. <laughs> to the amazing Barry Vaughn, awesome. Barry VA in the IRC. And he will bring them to our attention. Wow. You forgot the right. name from one so second to another. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, are you kidding? You said it three seconds ago. My, my brain is a little tired. I, I did an extra show today. Those of you who were listening in earlier, I did another uh, test launch of uh, Alpha Geek Radio um. in the spot where... Uh, Octel Octel Horta. Yeah, Horta. That other show that's on our <laughs> yeah. usually are. And actually, before that, we had uh, 20 for T yeah. in its new Sunday time slot. So it was craziness. Wonderful, wonderful five hour stretch of live content for you today and every Sunday now. So um, do go on. So right. the, the uh, yes, they did have the spot, the Fed competition. Um, no, I did not participate, although it was really funny because I would be talking at the booth about about some of our programs. Um, and every now and then I would have, and this happened to me three times while I was there, uh, a person would come and they'd wait for everybody else to leave and they'd pull me aside in the booth and they'd go, I've been working at the NSA for 15 years. I'm wondering if I can do your master's program. <laughs> and I'm like, I can't enter you in the competition. You just <laughs> told me you're a fed. <laughs> uh, so it was like those sorts of it was those sorts of conversations, but it was really funny to have people like all whispering, pull you aside, <laughs> hand you your card. Oh look, it does actually say NSA on it. No um, such agency. And uh, the well, let's see other things that we did. I took um, forty students and alumni out to dinner on Saturday night. I believe Friday night. Saturday. Night. I don't remember. Saturday night. And um, I got the first experience of negotiating for menus and food prices, um, (laughs) which was interesting. And I was really, really happy that I had my uh, companion puppet with me. And yes, that is her uh, handle, puppet. Um, And uh, and she's four foot eleven and eighty seven pounds. So yeah, and don't mess with her. She's a puppet, and she is uh, yeah a pit bull. Um, But we got that through, and they were it was an awesome dinner. Um, so lots of really, really cool discussions and conversations. And I got to tell the story about the student that sniffed me. Mm. Um, <laughs> Creepy. And then I'm trying to remember. Oh, yeah. I ate dinner. For those of you who don't know, I walked by this place for quite a few years thinking I probably shouldn't go in here simply because of the, the lighting and kind of ambiance on the outside. The vibe. But the, there's a, um, a little place between the Encore and the Riviera called the Pepper Mill. And the Pepper Mill um, is 
a fabulous place to have breakfast, lunch, or dinner. They have amazing, huge meals, um, all homemade, tastes really good, nothing at all like Denny's. I mean, just really fantabulous stuff. But I was mentioning at dinner that I had breakfast at the pepper mill, and one of the students' eyes went saucer-wide because he had been utterly convinced that the pepper mill was a strip club. And he was sure that I just said (laughs) I'd had breakfast in a strip club. Uh-huh. Let him believe that. Let him believe that. I just looked at him and went, and why are you looking so disconcerted? And he's like, well, I can't believe you ate breakfast there. And not only that, that you would tell us that you ate breakfast there. I'm like, it's a restaurant. Uh-huh. Oh. And, and you didn't even use air quotes. Yeah. He was probably and, thinking Spearmint Rhino. <laughs> now, this is the only I don't even know what that quote means. So, um That's this, the name of a strip club there. <laughs> oh, okay. A genuine strip club yeah. instead of a genuine faux strip club. Right. Um this is the uh only place, you know, the only conference I ever go to where literally people walk around all day with margaritas and beers in their hands. Sun and, up to sundown. And it's like, yes, as soon as as soon as you're awake in the morning and as soon as you're... So it was really that... Is it three? All right. I guess I can go get my margarita. So... <laughs> I've Hey. And in a remarkably you know, similar through line of topic for the tangent yes. section, speaking of out-of-town conferences... Yes. Oops. Yes. Say it. No. no I'm looking at you. <laughs> you are bubbling over with it. I am. Because we will be attending PAX in Seattle, which I'm so excited about. I've been doing lots and lots of reading about it, and it sounds like a blast. Now, for those of you who don't know what PAX Prime is... Give me your geek card. Yeah. I mean, go ahead. It's Penny Arcade Exposition. (laughs) It is a expo in one of the major convention centers in Seattle. And you know how our website says, you know, buy geeks for geeks... That's what this is. Yes. This is the convention that the guys who make the Penny Arcade cartoon uh, and just kind of web news site and web commentary site and Child's Play and any number of other huge things they've done. Right. Sat down and said, hey, you know, let's, let's make the gaming convention that we would want to go to. And they set about doing that and it has just been getting increasingly more elaborate and huge and Earlier this year, they had their first PAX East, East. Right. Mm-hmm. to give the East Coasters a destination, and they're still having PAX Prime, as they're calling it now, which is the original Penny Arcade Expo up in Seattle. Mm-hmm. And we have managed to finagle things such that myself, Daxa, and Grail will be in attendance. And we have scored... Sad Panda. Sad Panda won't be able to go. Yes, I don't get to go to PAX. But it didn't seem fair since I, you know, was sent to DEFCON by my employer. It didn't seem fair that I said, no, I get to go to PAX too. You yeah. must stay at home. All your conferences are belong to me. Exactly. Right. <laughs> so we have acquired media passes. Yes. Yes. You really, not having attended PAX before, don't know what the implications of a media pass are. It might be merely attendance. It might be attendance with greater access. It might be a press room. We honestly don't know what level of stuff we're going to be able to bring you. We know we asked for and were denied uh, permission to just stream their panels directly. Right. And they said, uh, no, let's not have you do that. Like, Damn it. Dang it. <laughs> Comic-Con lets us do that. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> so once we get in the door, then we'll see what we can make happen. But exactly. BlizzCon oh the six great, let us do that. Yeah. The, the great the great social engineer that is Gnomewise. Oh yeah. Speaking of, there was an amazing social engineering competition at at well, DefCon this that's, year. I mean. That Half of hacking anymore is, is has nothing to do with technology. Mm-hmm. It's all about penetration testing, and I just love saying that phrase because it's for real. Chicka, bow, wow. Bow, chicka, bow, bow. I, uh, I brought home. Mm-hmm. Sorry, <laughs> I brought home a bunch of bumper stickers that say, "When was the last time you were penetrated?" Yeah, baby. Nice. <laughs> we and are then working in the, the right the, industry. It was a secure state. Um, is the name of the company that does the pen testing that had that bumper sticker. And I'm going to take that bumper sticker with the little tacky back stuff, Mm -hmm. not the actual full bumper sticker, and I'm going to put it all over our president and provost's backs of their cars around their license plates and take photos. Because that's how you roll. And then let them find it. But I would I would not permanently stick those bumper stickers on their cars because they would murder me. That would be rude. And they would murder me. Well, well if, or fire me. If somebody stuck a permanent hard-to-remove bumper sticker on the back of your $65,000 Range Rover, would you be happy? I don't own a $65,000 Range yeah, Rover. Yeah, but they do. Right. No, they don't. One of them does. No, that would be dad, not... Oh, I see. Yeah. You don't work there full-time There's an, anymore. An Audi, they own an Audi and a Beamer, and, oh. it, and the same rule applies. Yes. So make sure you stick it, stick it on the paint job and not on the bumper. <laughs> nice. Oh. Because I am the devil. Oh, my God. Yes. Hey, so. If you're going to go off the rails, go all the way off the rails. No kidding. <sighs> so there is, I actually did start a forum post um, to see which of our fans will also be attending. Yes. Talks. We encourage you to attend because it is, I can't speak from direct experience, but from all reports, freaking epic. Yeah. yeah, I hear it's amazing. And one of our guildies lives in Seattle, so hopefully we'll have dinner. Raggy, if you're listening. Yes. Yes, dinner, Raggy. Um, right from the airport. I might mention that the entire PAX convention coverage um, will be uh, supported by and and done uh, by... The whole reason I'm going at all is yes. because of a certain University of Advancing Technology where yes. the two of us work. Yes. And we've secured some sponsorship from them. So you'll be hearing lots of mentions of brought to you by University of Advancing Technology. Yay. Heck yeah. It's all good, man. We're not cheap, but we can be bought. Exactly. <laughs> be school by geeks for geeks. Exactly. So. I was sending you the text. Is the hotel room you got refundable? I yeah, know. I, know. I was We're like, like oh, I'm going to kill you. <laughs> Don't get it refunded. Shout out to second level management at Travelocity. Yes. <laughs> because first level was like, no, no. you're yeah. screwed. And we're like, First Let. level not only was like, no, you're screwed. I couldn't understand a word she was freaking saying. Not too much good. Oh, my God. And I was like, I need to speak to a supervisor because, A, I have no idea what you're telling me, but I can hear the no. And no <laughs> is not going to work for me. I work in customer service of one of the best places, and your customer service sucks. So we went to second level, and he actually refunded that for us. Yep. Of course, I did tell him that we were going to be taking several trips this year, and this was the first time I used Travelocity, and it could be the last. Uh-huh. Yeah. So. She knows the hot button topics to use. <laughs> Social engineering works in many situations. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so anyway, but one of the cool things that I'm looking forward to in PAX is I've been doing a lot of reading to kind of prepare. Unfortunately, since we just found out we were going, I wasn't able to get into this, but I've been sending um, personal messages to the lady. There is an all-girl meetup 
at PAX. At Holt bought out an entire restaurant because there's over 100 girls. You're not helping oh. me. Gamers. You are not helping me. I am not going to be able to sleep in my own bed tonight. It doesn't matter, Io. I, I can't. It's all right, dude. We're just going to toss a wig on you, yeah. and you're going to infiltrate. <laughs> <laughs> so it's full, and I can't get into it, but I'm trying to get into it. Because, yeah. hey, girl gamers exist, apparently. A hundred of them in one room. There are no girls on the internet. Hi, copy. Except for so those two people. Behind us. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and by the Harper way, this is the copy. first time I see Harpalines, and she's right there. And she has to hat. Yeah. It is a hat, hat kind of a day. Yeah. <laughs> and she's now hiding and behind so. said hat. Oh, so anyways, really looking forward to, um, to PAX. I think Do a fun. bosom buddies thing for the girly night, says Noosh Kildare. Ew. Oh. Um, <laughs> Ew. More than a little bit creepy. Um, yeah. no. um, uh, we're going to pass on that. I'll definitely yeah. be passing on that one. Yeah, Someone has their mic on. Uh, um, I don't know why, because I've got them all muted. Really? Yeah. What about that dude right there that doesn't say mute? The guy uh, who's outside? That's not the one that's feeding our headphones. Oh, okay. It's oh, okay. its own computer with the stereo turned off. So. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. okay. Moving right along. Craziness. So anyways, yes. Actually, so. I think we're breaking. <laughs> Are we breaking? It looks like it's probably time. Breaking the network, breaking the inner tubes, breaking all kinds of social breaking the norms. Show. Yeah. Yes. <sighs> so anyway. Yes. Yep. You are listening to Casually Hardcore, <laughs> live on Versus the World Radio with all of us and all of you. We'll be back right after this installment of Northwind News Yay. from Amelia Overbay Day and a little music from Exorb. We'll be back shortly. Are you tired of being dies in hatred, of being peed on by October? Of being enticed to play Xbox and have ice cream every day. Or worse of all, to visit the Spirit Healer every week with Ireland. Then it's time to do something about it. The world strikes back every Saturday with GoHex. Only on vtwproductions.com. Welcome to Northrend News. Airing exclusively on Casually Hardcore on vtwproductions.com. In today's top story, Northrend News checks in with the world's faction leaders about their summer vacation plans and makes some surprising discoveries. Magni Bronzebeard is spending his free time on the slopes of Dunmoreau perfecting his snowboarding technique, though his trip on the mountains may be cut short by the annual meeting of the Nomergan Engineers Brigade. Outside Lordaeron, Thrall has joined the Guardians of Tirisfall for their annual yoga retreat, where he is intent on making the word Om part of the Orcish language. And the shores of Stranglethorn Vale are heating up this week as Lady Sylvanas challenges Jaina Proudmore and Taronda Whisperwind to a beach volleyball tournament. Though the jury is still out on whether Sylvanas will choose four-time champion Magatha Grimtotem or up-and-comer Corona Halforkin to round out her team. And last up today, Garage Hellscream has revealed a startling choice for his summer reading list. It seems the infamous orc is trying to turn over a new leaf this month by reading the Azerothian favorite, How to Win Trolls and Influence Torin. Though time will tell if this orc is really changing his spots. For today's top stories from all corners of Azeroth, this is Northrend News. Thank you. 
www.productions.com Isn't it great? That's great! Actual physical contact! And Casually Hardcore continues live on Versus the World Radio. And Daxa has huge news. Well, we've got some news for our WoW segment, yes. It's the video gaming and WoW segment, so go forth. Go forth and be huge. I had been ignoring our CH fans, and I I asked their forgiveness online, and some were more kind than others. I'm just going to put that out there. (laughs) I'm just saying. (laughs) Not naming names. Not Not naming naming names. We will be naming names. (laughs) (laughs) Not to name names, people in Facebook that everyone can go now look up. Not not naming names, but Erica, you're me. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) No, she's pretty cool. But um, anyways... Um, and then I put up another thing saying, hey, you know, if we were to make a hoardy guild, what should we call it? So we've got a lot of suggestions, and, and, and then we made a hoardy guild. <laughs> and I what just, did you name your hoard guild? We named it what the fans wanted. And 90% of them said casually hoardcore, so we named it casually hoardcore. So casually hoardcore, hoard side, 
Ice Crown U.S. Ice Crown U.S., yes. And uh, Barry was there, so he signed my little charter. And then, um, you know, Aridin, Grail, and we got dark and... I still need to get my hoardy in. Yeah. Well, assuming she's welcome, of course. Yeah, of course, of course. <laughs> we were talking about the application process yes. last night. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Barry says we should have an application process. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyways... Got to screen out these, you know, unwelcome yeah. elements. <laughs> We went into, I went into, you know, create a guild bank. And of course, I think my horde is like level 24. She doesn't have a lot of money. She's there by herself, mm-hmm. you know. So I, I go to create the guild bank. And you didn't have enough money for the charter? <laughs> well, there's, there's, it's a hundred. So I, I luckily have been selling everything I gather. So okay. I, I have a little bit of gold. But then I go, oh, okay, well, a hundred per tab. Okay, I'll get the second one. We'll have two tabs. Yeah, not so much. <laughs> <laughs> Second, one, second one's a little pricier, mm-hmm. um, but we did that. We um, we have a guild tabard now, which is um, has big diamond on it. So Grail said that we can say uh, the guild is now this diamond. Guild is now diamond. <laughs> <laughs> you are obsessed with the old yeah. spice guys. Is something you need to tell us? I don't know. I've I've already incorporated it into my fantasy football team. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's a little old spice curious, I think. Uh, I I'm think telling so. you. Yeah. yeah. Nothing wrong with that. Uh, <laughs> it's a time you, for you, everything. You that I saw you sniffing me. I was going to say, you, you should have gone through that phase in college. Are you uh, a, a late bloomer? Are, are, are you discriminating against old spiceness? Is that what I'm hearing in your voice? Are you looking down on it? <laughs> I'm looking down are you on a little, you. A little old spice phobic? <laughs> <laughs> I'm an old spiceophobe. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Just be careful what you say live on the air. <laughs> that can be cleverly edited together later by yeah. your fans, which oh, will, who me, will. I, I stopped caring about that. <laughs> you should have stopped caring about that the day you showed Pretty up. Pretty much. Or it could be immortalized in art, as in the fan of chickens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> That was awesome. That was really cool. Fan of chicken. Oh, I haven't seen it. Buck, oh, buck. it's really good. It's on Facebook. You got to look at it. All right. Um, yeah, I mean, I mean, we're coming from a guy like I this. don't know how to put this, but I'm kind of a big deal. So I'm, I am unconcerned yes. for his, his precious little male ego. Mm-hmm. Yes. But anyway, so now we do have a guild horde side. Excellent. And uh, yeah, it's been fun been lots of fun we had some great names by the way i do want to do um give the facebook fans a shout out because they had like orc tales and nomize and you know your mother's a horde and <laughs> your mother's a horde nice <laughs> you know things like that there's some good ones pantsless horde and pantsless. so but i liked has no pants has because no it'd pants. be your character name has, has no, no pants, pants. Yeah. exactly no. that's right up there with and two stealth rogues yes. for pvp yeah. guild yes for sure so there was a lot of good ones but everyone really liked the show name being in there, so casually hardcore it was. And the name filter accepted it, so we yes. now have a guild. Now we have a guild. I think I have like a level 17 hunter somewhere over there. <laughs> You'll fit know. right in. I think <laughs> That you we're, never, we're that you never deleted. <laughs> no, I think, I've got the Gnome Death Knight a quarter of the way into 79, so we've got three quarters of a level to go to get the, the bastard to 80. <laughs> and then... Someone at this table is going to gear me up fast. <laughs> gear you up fast. Hope you got a mirror. <laughs> I hate you all so bloody uh, much. But yeah, so it was pretty cool. So yeah, no, I think we only have 180 in the guild. I think that's Gun's alt. Yeah. Because <laughs> Gun is scary. Yes. Yeah. 
but uh, so yeah. Well, you know, it's just for fun. Apparently. <laughs> No, I, I just can't face leveling another character. It's been a, a painful struggle and, and just sheer bullheadedness that has kept me pushing the Death Knight forward. That and just, just wanting to experience some of the, the raiding with a different style of tanking. Mm. Right. Because uh, you know, I've, I've tanked everything in creation with the pair. I was like, eh, let's try it with a... Try it with a... Without a bear butt. Well, without a bear butt, and also in one where you can switch over to a non-gimped DPS mode when you need it. So, yeah. you know, tr- you can really be tank or DPS instead of, tank, I guess we'll let you DPS. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Maybe. Well, that's better than a wand, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I'm wanding. I'm wanding. I'm yeah. helping. I'm helping. I'm helping. Yes. <laughs> what? <laughs> Yeah. I saw in, in the thread for the PAX trip that, you know, Cathador was there. Uh, can I come in cat form and just put me in a pet carrier? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> like, I like that. Dude, that doesn't work in real life. Yeah, but I wish it did. But I digress. Oh, Indeed. yes. So, you've been hitting the hard modes yep. in Ice Crown with your main, with Isual, right? Yeah. So, yeah, 6 of 12 now in there. Yeah. Um, yeah, they, those are... Pretty aptly named in some cases. <laughs> the Fester Gut fight becomes really interesting when you have Malleable Goo intru- introduced into the mix. Suddenly, Malleable Goo. Yeah, that just sounds well, kinky. It's, gross. it's a <laughs> ability of Professor Putricide in his second phase. He starts throwing Malleable Goo, which when it lands does damage and it slows down all your stuff by like fifty percent or some. Insane oh, ratio. that all? So you have that now in the Fester Gut fight with him up on the balcony, just kind of tossing that out every so often, making life interesting, especially when he throws it right into the middle of the tanks and melee. Um, so that fight definitely got a little bit more challenging. Um, trying to think what else we did that was really... Obviously, the gunship battle is still ridiculously easy, even on hard mode. I kind of think the impression I get from reading stuff is the gunship battle is the chess event of Basically, Citadel. Yeah. So here's free loot. Thank you for getting this far. Yeah, Enjoy your next segment. Walk up, grab it. Um, Sour Fang gets his rune power way faster, which I did find out, though, in you know in our couple attempts on him, that as a rogue, our faint spell, uh, skill... If you get the Mark of the Fallen Champion put on a rogue, you can faint in half that damage, which I, had, I didn't, never made that connection before, obviously. That's the often overlooked piece of the faint mechanic. Oh, yeah, it's a huge... So it doesn't just drop aggro. It drops damage. It drops All AOE, AOE damage. damage. And yep. they considered the Mark of the Fallen Champion AOE damage, which I thought it was wouldn't be considered that way. Yeah, bring it on. So, other than that... Um, you know, the we skipped Putricide and decided because the folks that have been with us that were in a twenty-five man guild, they basically said, "Oh yeah, we're nine of 12. And I'm like, "Oh okay, so you got Cindergosa and Lich King left. Who's your third? And he goes, "There you go, Putricide." Oh god! <laughs> and they said, "You don't want to ch- you don't want to do Putricide on hard mode. Let's do some other stuff Let's first. Go over here. <laughs> so, yeah, we so we knocked him down on normal." And then went over and are working on Blood no. Princes tonight. We've seen a- his death animation. We're, we're good. Yeah, basically they were like, don't, let's not try this right now. So it's pretty <laughs> scary if they're saying, and, and not only that, but what they're working on in their guild is Cindergosa. They've felt Cindergosa is the easier, easier of challenge, the two. Which wow. is like, oh dear God, that sounds horrible. Oops. So, but yeah, no, otherwise been really good. And otherwise uh, been obviously playing some of the Horde. My... Lock is now 25, so I'm seven levels away from my max I've ever been able to get a Horde character. 
Nice. So we'll see if I can keep going. <laughs> you can do it. It's it's fun because we've never pl- well I've never played a horde character so it's it's keeping my interest. In fact, I'm even fishing. I don't know why. I don't know why either. Oh, you know what? I was waiting for peeps, and while I'm waiting, I fish. That's, see, that's a sign that something has gone horribly horribly <laughs> wrong. <laughs> no. Hey. I'm going to need money at some point, so I'm doing everything okay. I can possibly I would point do. out that Gnomewise used to fish all the time while he was waiting for people. See? Sorry. All the time. And something had gone horribly, Hot. horribly wrong. Yeah. Hot kettle. No, <laughs> there I didn't you go. say you shouldn't. I just <laughs> said that when you do, it's because something is not right. I knew that because I've been there. Yeah, I, I love you. You're pretty. <laughs> <laughs> that was one of the suggested names for a guild. I love yes. you. You're pretty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. A suggested guild name for the Horde side was, I love you. You're pretty. Yes. I love you. You're pretty. Now die. Die. <laughs> yeah, do that for the PvP guild. Right, right. So, uh, outside of that... Nothing too much else. I know you've been leveling your Death Knight. You're almost there. We covered that piece. Mm-hmm. Um, we did, we mentioned last week we got Putricide mm-hmm. down with our guild-ish run yes. that we do. So that was good. Oh, we, the one thing we haven't mentioned, though. Mm. Yeah, we still have no betas. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I stopped caring. Oh, okay, just, just letting you know. Still no beta. <laughs> yeah, it's, 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 it's painfully obvious to me that it ain't happening and... and just not going to waste the air Sad. Eh. It's okay. Um, it's going to be all new then when we, when we do it. it. You're right. It's going to be awesome. It, it's actually you know been a while since walked into content unspoilt. I know. It's going um, to be good. That being said, let's talk about the new content that's coming. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> let's spoil all of it. Actually, one of my favorite little videos okay. <laughs> about the new content coming up is where you get to... <laughs> Punch. Yes, you get to punch um, Deathwing. Deathwing in the face. <laughs> in his humanoid form? Yes. Okay. Humanoid what's, form. Let's, what is the lead up to that one? There's a little There's a little quest you're supposed to do. You go and you find this little dwarf and he's kind of... In the Badlands. In the Badlands, just sitting there. Um, I guess there's a he's little... Dude. Orc and a dwarf and a gnome, I yes, believe. Walk into a bar. Yeah, yeah I was just yeah. going to say. So you go this and you click like on him. sounds like a bad joke. And, uh, you know, he says, hey, let me tell you about the time I punched uh, Deathwing in the face. So okay. then, he, And then you say, okay, you accept the quest so he can tell you. So you say, okay. So then this little animation starts where he's like, he sees. You take control now of the dwarf because <laughs> he's telling the story. Uh-huh. And then you see, you know, you see Deathwing go by and then he runs out. He goes, I'm going to punch you in the face. So then he goes and he starts running. And then there's these rock elementals and he punches them in the face and he's like. Talking yeah. smack the whole time, and one of the things he says is "punch, punch, punch." Like here comes your face. Yeah, and Boom. then he, he punches through <laughs> these rock walls, and at the end he punches. Yeah, he walks up to him, kind of saunters up, and, and goes, "Hey, you." Pow. <laughs> and then he's like, and then it goes back to him and goes, "And that's what happened." And then you can see. The gnome then gets a quest over his head. He goes, no, no, no. no, no, no. Let me tell you what happens. Uh-huh. Yeah. So the next ones aren't implemented yet, at least in the video that uh, that you can check out on uh, YouTube. But it looks like a, a fun quest. Likely to be entertaining. <laughs> yes. It's, it was really funny. I thought it was a ton of fun. No, the thing I was reading from our uh, submissions from the research team this week was the repositioning of uh, a certain low-level alliance Hoggy? Hogger. Yes. Hogger. <laughs> yeah. They have retooled 
the Stormwind Stockades right. into a three-winged instance. And Hogger is the end boss of one of the wings. Yes. <laughs> and the the quest text and, and Barry awesome. Barry can it's link it in awesome. the IRC. <laughs> but I'll, you can find the picture here. The Knoll King. Cataclysmic, I'm afraid I must ask you the impossible. I received my eye patch because he willed it so. Countless thousands have perished to his wrath. It is only by sheer miracle that we were able to imprison him here. Doing so was a grave mistake. When the quakes came, his cell was open, and with it came his fury. His band of Riverpaw gnolls guard him feverishly. You know of whom I speak. You must defeat him, lest he mount an attack of his own and slaughter us all in bloodthirsty rage. Quest objectives. Defeat. Hogger. Defeat Hogger. Because you can't kill Hogger. You can only, you can only hope to defeat him. him. You can only <laughs> hand him a setback. Exactly. Stormwind Stockades was merely a <laughs> setback. <laughs> I'm moving up to Marodon. For those of you who don't know what the hell we're talking about, Hogger is in level e- was a level 11 elite. 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 He's and on the Alliance side. He's the first elite you run into first in the game. First elite quest mob you run into. And we're not paying attention to what an elite is. It's a real surprise. It changes, yeah. yeah. Like, Whoa, okay. What is that little dragon graphic around his neck? <laughs> oh, my God. My, my life. Oh. Yeah. yeah. It's the, hard. The, <laughs> the gold dragon yep. graphic. The Yeah, there's also a little fun video out there of 40 gnomes defeating Hogger. Yeah. 40, 40 gnomes, level 1 level yeah. one gnomes. Yeah. Level one gnomes. Yeah. Forming a raid to take yeah. out Hogger. Oh, yeah. <laughs> And that was actually at uh, BlizzCon when they were showing raid testing. They oh yes, they made ho- them fight Hogger. Yeah, they had forty or you know, twenty-five or forty you know, really high-end players yeah. there. It was a, no, it was a twenty-five man uh, guild right. that yes. they put, they recruited to do to do this demos, yeah. certain events. Yeah, and where they combined a bunch of raid bosses from various instances, and their, their and the final challenge was Uber Hogger. Right, and <laughs> Uber Hogger kicked their butt, laid yeah. waste to oh the place. Oh my gosh, it was funny. Yeah. It was awesome. <laughs> So, yeah, Nostalgiarama there, uh, much fun, and looking forward to playing that content come, yeah. come Cataclysm. Oh, yeah. For sure. Cataclysm apparently has a release date, or at least a release window. Does it? Which we already knew, um, but it still made the news this week of, yes, it will be fourth quarter, so October, November, or December <laughs> of 2010. At least it'll be Yay. definitely in 2010. That seems to it fits. fit. Yeah. yeah. Fits, certainly fits you know, the, the wrath. Right, right. Because that's release. around the time it came out uh, two years ago. November-ish. Yeah. We'll have to see where we do the launch this time. That'll be cool to do another launch. <laughs> we'll see. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What becomes available as it gets closer. Because mm-hmm. we don't know when the launch is. Cause exactly. In that end of October range, we get VTW Con in... Yes, Vegas. Vegas, Vegas baby! Which baby. now, thanks to Travelocity, yeah. we can We attend. may actually be able to <laughs> attend a few nights because we have money back. There was method to my madness. <laughs> However... However, this is a good lead in for somebody who had places not to stay in Vegas. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> Honey, let me set up the soapbox for you. Stand up and deliver. I, I almost never do this kind of crap. I try and avoid it. <laughs> oh, but they so richly deserve it this time. I, I just would like to say to everyone that should you have the opportunity, do not stay at the Win slash Encore in Vegas. We chose it because it is beautiful, and it uh, was, was not. It was walking distance from the Riviera, which was where the conference was. Um, and given the addition of cab fare, based on other places we were considering, like New York, New York, it was going to be about the same money per day. 
So we opted to stay at the, at the win. And um, essentially, uh, it was terrible. Um, it was beautiful. The rooms were pretty. Beautifully but terrible. terrible. But, but people were mean. Mm-hmm. The staff were terribly, terribly mean. They had, um, you know, like standing guards. They had staff people standing at every entrance. So okay. you had to have your room card to go anywhere. And if you didn't have your right room card, you couldn't even walk through a portion to like get to Las Vegas Boulevard. Wow. They're like, no, you can't walk through here. You have to go You're around. You're not a VIP. Oh, so wow. here, add another thousand yards to your walk to get out to Las Vegas Boulevard because you can't cross this 15-yard section, this 45 feet. You're not a VIP. Because you, you don't have the right room card key. Um, the, the food was terrible. Um, well, the one that know, jumped the, out to me was the refusing to make you food that was on the menu. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> we don't make that. It's right here. Yeah, yeah, we don't have that. Wow. It's right here on the menu. <laughs> I can make it for you, but it's going to cost you four bucks extra. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was, and then, wow. the, I mean, the food was, the food really was terrible. And so, you know, we stayed at New York, New York last year, and New York, yeah. New York had great food, yeah. amazing food. This little cafe where you could get your, your fresh breakfast pastries and things like that, and, and we took them with us to the con and ate them for lunch, too. And when we had this time looked at, they had all the mocked up fake food in the display cabinets, right. which is always a bad sign. <laughs> um, and then you, you actually get it and it, it looks, it's terrible. It had obviously been made hours before and stuck to the side somewhere and it was rubbery eggs Ew. and and they charge you 10 bucks for it. Well, yeah. You know, I mean, everything's, every freaking meal is at least $10 in Vegas, um, even the cheap stuff. And they were just, I mean, mean, terrible food. I stood in line almost 40 minutes to get our um, boarding passes for our flight back. From the concierge. From the concierge. Oh 40 God. minutes just to pick up a print. Wow. Um, and just, uh, it was just terrible. I mean, really, it really horrible. horrible. And, and so and I would not. they are paying the price for that I, I, I told them the last time that they screwed with me. I said, you know, I do a little radio show. And I'm really, really tired of the way you guys are treating me. Um, this is about my fifth bad experience. I said, and I really expect you to make this good, or I'm going to tell everybody that I know and everybody who listens to me never to spend the exorbitant money it costs to stay at the win and the encore because it's not worth it. So now I've told you, don't yeah. do it. She stay in New York, on New the York instead. Yeah, baby. <laughs> yeah. Or the Excalibur, or where Excalibur. we're going to be <laughs> <You're hoping laughs> hanging out in October. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, well, and that's the other thing is they have these hidden fees now. That was a cute one. That they have stuck in now what they call a resort fee. So they post a rate. Say they post a rate sure. of $179 a night. When you arrive, they tell you, oh, there's an additional $20 a day resort fee. It's a mandatory fee. You can't avoid it. So what they're really charging you is 199 a night, not 179 a night. But because it's a resort fee added after you arrive, they don't have to include it in their advertised and booked price. Oh. And that the win did. Which 20 is bucks, reason, 20 additional bucks a day. Another reason to use Travelocity because mm-hmm. hey, they put that fee right out there for you to see. I was curious when I've been shopping these uh, specials for 
the VTW con. Yes. And kept seeing this phrase, no resort fees. Yes. So now I understand that yes. the resort fee was something that was created to allow false advertising. Pretty basically. much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Somebody lobbied in there to get a law or a regulation put in place that allowed them to split off this resort fee that says, if the room that we're giving them has access and they might use our resort facilities, we get to charge them for them, yes. whether they use them or not. It's just We're charging you extra for the chance. And they probably have a set of like five rooms in the entire property that don't have access to, to the resort. They never book, but technically have. We have rooms that don't have the resort access that we don't charge the resort fee on. Whatever tap dancing they yes. did to create this. Right. Is basically legalized false advertising. So it's, it's it's a mandatory fee. I was told no uncertain terms. What do you mean it's a mandatory? Then fee? it's not a fee. It's part it's of part of the price. It's part of the price. part of the price. Yes. No, yeah. they're they're towing the line. And says no, it's a mandatory fee because that's what the law we got put in place yeah. says we can call it. So, so slash spit slash spit on Las Vegas for enabling deceptive practices right. in their primary industry. Well, and honestly, it's just again. No win, no encore. Bad, 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 bad. The the uh, laughing, the jokably named win. Yeah. Yes. The win is failed. It doesn't yes. win it at all. Win. So there, I'm off my soapbox now. Okay. Done. Okay. Good. No, I'm not done. I still have this. Oh, they took my freaking kidney. <laughs> Damn it. Yeah. How yeah. Oh, and I did not gamble. It, it would have taken a lot to get me to put any money on a table. At the win. There. At the win, at least. Ever. Yeah. yeah. Period. Um, yeah. Sucky, sucky, sucky. So there we go. Moving on to the break. We have <laughs> break it. Because I'm going to break it again. Break it down. <laughs> That's, I need a word here. <laughs> that sounds good. That sounds good. So anyway. <laughs> you, you are listening <laughs> to Casually Hardcore Live on Versus the World Radio. Or you might be listening to the podcast, but I can't tell that because I'm in the past. <laughs> wow. But we're in the future for our listeners right now. Woohoo! We're forty seconds in the we future for them. We are at once, or something in like the that. Past and the future. I have never felt more powerful in my entire life. I am the master of time and space. Okay, uh, why did you put that on just for the space part? Because I'm too slow. It's space is really big. It echoes. <laughs> yes. time, is, <laughs> time is linear. Yeah. Space is large. See what I did there? Huh? <laughs> I love you. You're pretty. No, I'm not, I'm not getting I'm any. Not I am not All getting right. any. Yeah. We will be back right after this break in which you will hear this week's installment of Midnight at the Movies. Versus the World Radio uses Typefrag Ventrilo servers. Try them out for free at www.vtwproductions.com. Once you've experienced their incredible sound quality of their high availability worldwide servers, sign up for your own vent server at typefrag.com. Use promo code VTW for a special deal. Try on all of their fantastic features, such as their money-back guarantee, instant setup over the Internet, web-based control panel, live chat support, and servers based around the world, so you can always find one that is near to where you like to play. Versus the World uses Typefrag, and so should you. www.typefrag.com, promo code VTW. For one chance, just one chance, 
to come back here and tell our enemies that they may take our lives, but they'll never take our sexy girlfriend. Inconceivable. What are you people? On dope? Hey everybody, welcome back to Midnight at the Movies. This week we got two new movies, so let's get started. First up, The Other Guys. In New York City, nobody fights crime like these guys. Somebody call 9-1-Holy. And then there's The Other Guys. I think you're a fake cop. You're probably a little insecure. Ah! All units, we've got a possible jumper. Oh, God, do it! We all know you're feeling as if sweet death is your only release. Oh! He's fine. Ah! The other guys. Except for the very last part. That went really well. All right. For those out there that are Will Ferrell fans, this may be a good hit for you. If you're not a Will Ferrell fan, just like any other movie he did, Talladega Nights, um, Brothers, any of those, I, it's going to be a hit or miss for you. So if you are a Will Ferrell fan, check it out. If not, I would go ahead and skip it. Rotten Tomatoes gives it 79%. Now, actually, on the forums, we've had two users that have gone in and seen it. Lego did not like it. He said, don't see it. After 15 minutes, after the, uh, Dwayne Johnson and Samuel L. Jackson get off the screen, the movie just dies, and Mark Wahlberg and Will Ferrell just aren't funny. Um, Ambrosius actually went in and saw it, and he had a really good time, enjoyed it, and said it was worth the money. So I think it's going to be your opinion on Will Ferrell and the stupid comedy. I, you know, so... Anyhow, it's rated PG-13. It's going to be an hour and 47 minutes long. Now, next up is Step Up 3D. Here we go with the trailer. Make no mistake. War is coming. With all its glory. And all its horror. Oh, I'm sorry. It's Step Up 3D, and this is Geek Central. Like, I'm actually going to review that. It's an hour and 37 minutes long. It's PG. It's dance moves and 3D to get you to pay more money for it. Skip it. StarCraft 2 was the best trailer I could play for that. So there you go. That's my opinion on that one. All right. Coming up on DVD this week... You're going to have, this is going to be now for Tuesday, August 17th, the last song with Miley Cyrus, woohoo, and Furry Vengeance, so don't buy DVDs this week either. That's my information on that one too. This has just been a terrible week. Next week it's looking really good, but this week, not so much. All right, let's take a look at the money O's going on. We're going to start all the way down at number six, which is where Cats and Dogs, or Revenge of Kitty Galore came in. It brought in $12.2 million, which actually is not that bad for that kind of movie, which shows you how bad last weekend was. Number five spot, Charlie St. Cloud, another new movie, $12.3 million in its opening weekend. Number four spot, dropping one spot, Despicable Me brought in another $15.5 million, bringing it up to $190 million. That's awesome. The number three spot goes to Salt, which also dropped one spot from number two. It brought in an additional $19.4 million. 
The number two spot goes out to the new movie, Dinner for Schmucks. It only brought in $23.5 million in its opening weekend. Number one spot, third week in a row. There is a reason for this. If you have not seen Inception, go see it. I'm serious, people. I keep saying that every week. Go see Inception. It's awesome. $27.4 million, bringing it up to $193 million. Really great movie. Go see that one. All right. Well, let's get in here and take a look at Midnight's movie matchup. If you don't know what's happening, I'm going to play five movie clips. Head to the forums at vtwproductions.com. Click on the forums link. Then head down to the big screen section. In there, you will find Midnight's movie matchup for this weekend. Get in there and take a guess at what these five movies are. All right, here they come at you. My user has information that could... Well, can make this free system again. I'm not even supposed to be here today. So, what would you little maniacs like to do first? That's so smart, Mouse Tail. Like he's a circus mouse, son. You know how much is? Used to be in pictures, used to be big. I am big. It's the picture that got small. Alright, well there it is this week, gangs. Get in there, take a guess at what those five movies are. Now, next week, we actually have some good movies coming out, it looks like. We've got The Expendables, which has every action star under the sun. Whether that's a good thing or whether they're pushing a ploy, I don't know. We're going to have to find out. And the one I think everybody else has been looking for for quite some time, Scott Pilgrim vs. The World, is finally here. Next Friday, we'll get to go see that finally. All right. Well... Y'all can always reach me at midnight at the movies at gmail.com or midnightvtw on Twitter. And I know I've been talking about StarCraft 2 a lot. It's a great game. I am player number 807 in the United States or North America. So if you want to find me, give me a friend and maybe we can get some plan done, kill some Zerg or something. All right, guys. I'm tossing it back to the Casually Hardcore crew, and I'll see y'all next week. Hello. I'm Oxhale. And I'm Nomewise. Would you like to be a correspondent for VTWProductions.com? Well, if you do, send an email to VTWSubs at gmail.com. That's VTWSubs at gmail.com. You have 937 messages, all of which are marked urgent. And Casual Haircore continues live on Versus the World Radio as we enter our email and shout-outs section of the program. Now, people were fighting over the uh, rights to certain emails here, so I think <laughs> Io gets to go first, because I love her and she's pretty. I am going to read an email called Random Puggers. That just sounds kinky. <laughs> it says, good afternoon and happy Sunday, casualties. Remember all your talk of the nastiness of random pugs? I wanted to share with you this story. This morning, I was on a random heroic with my fiancé. Near the end of the mostly silent run, the tank ran off to smack a skippable boss. I said, why are we going for this boss? The tank replied, why don't we shut the beep up and just heal? I was affronted but resigned, since tanks can, and often do, misbehave with impunity. Suddenly, a vote was called, and the guy was kicked. I looked at my fiancé. Did you do that? No. Did you? Seems that the other two puggers in the group, completely random people that I've never seen before and never will see again, likely, were also affronted on my behalf and decided that they'd rather wait for a new tank than reward that jerky McJerkpants' jerkiness. <laughs> so, thank you, Beachy and Sangre de Muerte. Sangre de Muerte. Uh, you have death. made my day. Yes. 
Um, this was Love Fi from Casmodan. P.S. Can I get a shout out, please, for Hook Trey, who was forced out of bed this morning to deal with the largest tree cockroach I have ever seen in my entire <sighs> life, leering from me from my bathtub. He dealt with it, in quotes, <laughs> with extreme prejudice and a sneaker. Thanks. <laughs> extreme prejudice delivered with a sneaker. Sneaker, yes. <laughs> via sneaker. Extreme prejudice via a sneaker. Oh. So definitely shout out to you, Fi, and uh, thank you for the email. The uh, jerky McJerk pants. McJerk pants. And his me, jerkiness. Has put me in mind of a particular drop-in. Who you calling a cootie queen, you lint licker? You just did that because now I'm going to read one. <laughs> yeah. A little, little bit. little uh, lint liquor email. So I have a, I have an email, uh, and it's titled, Hello there. Hello so, there. Hello there. Dar. So, Dar. <laughs> Yar. Hey, casually hardcore peeps. I just wanted to say thank you for having a podcast that doesn't make my brain rot. It's funny, it's witty, and it's full of lint liquors. I like lint liquors. Lint liquors of Pennsylvania Union local... 18,561. There's a lot of us lint lickers out there. Anyways, I, ne- <laughs> I never email anyone, but I thought I would share a story with you. There is this guy named Henry that I work with, and he heard me say World of Warcraft. His ears perked up like a blood elf, and he looked at me with arcane diamonds in his eyes. I could tell he was either going to say he played it or tell me I was nuts for dishing out lots of hard-earned money. I expected option two and was surprised when he asked, so... Who plays World of Warcraft? Long story made short, he talked me into moving servers. I found out he was Horde and I was Alliance. So, along with the server move, I had to pay for a faction change. So, if you guys could give a shout out to Henry from the pharmacy and tell him that I say thank you for making me pay $55 to play with his sorry ass. <laughs> Have a good one, my fellow casuals from the wonderful world of Pennsylvania. And um, there is, I think it's like Rainia from Centurion Circle and uh, Ilirison from Caldegar. So, P.S. I'm listening to 137, and there came out you lit liquor. How did you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> How did you know? Blizzard thanks you. Lint liquor, yes. <laughs> cootie queen. <sighs> so there you go. Shout out so given. I have an email here entitled "A very big thank you." Greetings, casualties from some kind of wizard. I'm sending this email from my brand new Android the Xperia X10. And I would like to say it is an amazing buy. I just started reading Furies on the Kindle application, and it is brilliant! Yes! Without hearing all your talk of the Nexus and the Jim Butcher series, I would not have these things right now. Can you suggest any must-have apps <coughs> and games? What? I'm going to suggest some background apps for No! <laughs> no, no, no! Bad wife, no donut! <laughs> Thank you. Much love from some kind of wizard, a.k.a. Phalaris, Earthen Ring, EU. Can I get a drop-in of Gwen's choice? Gwen's that would be not difficult. here, so <laughs> pick one. We'll pick one that Gwen would least want us to play. Speaking as a gay man, I'm going to <laughs> all of you. Yes, that would probably be one of his less favorite choices. Uh, Must-have apps. Uh, Shazam is a lot of fun. It's one of the uh, apps you use to identify music, so you just have mm-hmm. your phone listen to the music you're listening to and it will do its best to tell you what it thinks the uh track is the track is and it's frighteningly accurate and quick um 
what else on there do I use pretty regularly? Well, Twitter, but that's kind of built in now, so I yeah. don't really need to add that. Um, well, there's the Tap-A-Touch Pro, which lets me uh, read the forums on the go. Mm-hmm. Mm. Which is awfully handy for me because, well, I can't leave the forums alone. <laughs> which, uh, I mean, I take it you haven't had any issues with it on the Android? No, no problems okay. at all. BlackBerry, it's still a beta, so it definitely uh, has issues on that, <laughs> unfortunately. Oh, I see. Oh, yeah. I'm only it a couple crashes of weeks. every so often. <laughs> only a couple weeks from my iPhone. Um, if you didn't, yours didn't ship with it, uh, go get Google Goggles and Google Earth because they're both fun. Cool. I have um, shout-outs to all of the people who came to the dance party, and hopefully I um, will get all of them. Um, I have Baronal Torin, Boba Fetish, Oprah, which is hilarious. Um, <laughs> it is, uh, it's spelled O-H-P-R-A. Her guild is the Mad Cow, and she's a Torin. Um, so Oprah, Barry VA, Want to Buy AOE Sheep, Rink, Ambrosius, Irath, Dread Knight, Jai Doran, Cathadora, Battleburn. I think it's Battleburn. I hope it's not Battlebum. Battleburn. Battle. No, it's Battlebum. What do you know? Um, Nomad, Nuge Kildare, Feldian. Bye, Ted Hedster. Um, Nuge Kildare, Feldian, Doc Dead Bait, Looking for Doc's Van, Deandro, Kopi I, and Drandimon. Cool. Um, so yeah, great turnout. Thank you so much. Um, I think I got Dean Dro in there too. So, so awesome. if I didn't, sorry. Okay. Yeah, I did. All right. Yay. Let's see. I have our, uh, weekly Diablo two update. So we okay. have <laughs> successfully killed Diablo Yay. 10 years later <laughs> since the release. But no, uh, look on the forums under the video game discussion. There's a sticky on there relating to our weekly or even more frequently than that as we found that people are, well, folks are sneaking off and kind of looking for loot, as they put it, which then levels their characters. So, yeah, we've. Uh, Barry updated it, but I think even saying that we're level 30 is a bit uh, generous, I would say. We're probably in the 32 range now. I know that's where I'm at, and I think Barry's is higher. But we have about four or five people that are regular players. Um, We are working through Act 5 now on normal. So if you are interested in playing, post on there. Uh, I know we got a lot of people that have made alts and stuff to dink around because definitely get the fever back once you start playing it. Uh, so we'd be happy to help folks uh, catch up. There's a list of kind of the classes we have on there playing. And it's a good time. So that's, uh, you know, where my guess would be this Wednesday we'll finish out uh, Act 5 and move into Nightmare Mode. So maybe. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> okay, I missed a couple people. We'll see people. how that goes. Well, but of Who'd course. Who'd you miss? Um, Who's yelling at you? Yeah, uh, I missed Erikos, Darahas, and Pallywhacker. Um, yes. You just <laughs> wanted to say that out loud. Um, <laughs> and I mispronounced um, Copy's name. It's pronounced Copy instead of Copy I. Uh, of course, I'm pronouncing it Hawaiian because there's a double I at the end. Uh-huh. So I like, see. Kobai. Um, Kobai. What? And yes, Battle Bum. Battle Bum. Means I suck, he says. He says, my name means I suck. Nice. All right. <laughs> we got from the Black Void a shout out from uh, Dude You're Dead. Can I get a shout out for finally being able to make this show live and for dinging 58? 
Gotta Love Warsong Gulch Weekend. And from the Gravoid, uh, let's see, Bernal Torin asks for a shout-out for his or her guild, Like Fat Kids Love Cake. Oh, I remember that guild. That's a good one. <laughs> yep. And from Sean Caster, of course, shout-out to his guild, Knights <laughs> of the Round on Old Devon U.S. You know what? <laughs> I want to send, send them a shout-out, too, because apparently one shout-out is never enough. Exactly. Well, if we're shouting out to guilds, we're going to shout-out to the new for- newly formed Casually Hortcore Guild. Casually Hortcore! <laughs> <laughs> so... Yes. Oh, and uh, Sean Caster was also asking us to sing. Did you see that? Yes. Yeah, speaking of yeah. singing, go right ahead. Um, I'm not going to sing it. I have no <laughs> idea what this song is. So it says, "Hey guys, a few of us were talking in Vent yesterday, and after I played a bit of Do You Want to Date My Avatar by the Guild, which is a really cool video, um, we thought, hey." The CH crew should sing this. No. So, how about singing for us? No. Sean Caster, no. Knights of the Round, Ultimate. No. What do you mean, no? no. You sing all you the sing time. all the time. If anyone would sing, it should yeah. be you. I smile when I gaze. I don't yeah. sing. Sing it, sing it. No. I can't you sing unless I get started. To date my avatar. He's a star. Because I don't play chicks. <laughs> there you go, Sean Caster. There's your song. <laughs> I'm not familiar with the song because <laughs> we can fix that. Oh wow. yeah, it's pretty good actually. That's, yeah, that's, that's, that's a done, that's a geek cred hit. Though. I yeah. know, I know. But the fact that I, I the fact that I now know how to set up a cell tower to completely pwn your phone <laughs> basically adds quite a few more points of yeah, geek cred. You are there. kind of married to a guy who has his amateur radio license, so we yeah. can technically go do that. Yeah. Um, uh-huh. You also actually the guild has come out with their second. Uh, direct music video called Game On. Oh, I haven't seen that. Which yes. is done in the style of a Bollywood music video. Yep. And cool. It's, it is quite entertaining. Oh, I haven't seen that. I'm going to have to look that up. You look that one up. See, uh, oh, minus one geek cred there, too. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> I sing. Uh, I sing it with you. Okay. You guys both had the week off last week, and exactly. you're still falling behind. I that was not you. a week off. That was a week where we didn't have <laughs> child care. I know. I was trying desperately to work from home with the nemesis oh. actively preventing no it no stage. i'm talking yeah. about the Us. ladies not being here we last week. Ladies. Oh. Oh. come on keep i up. was working the whole weekend i worked uh 12 days straight that was no fun that and no uh, now i'm tired and then Some she fell over work. i yeah. did fall over actually i came home friday i had 102 degree fever and that was fun yeah. yeah and here i am sitting near enough to breathe on you yeah, you stopped being <sighs> contagious a while ago. Oh, uh, so certain are you? <laughs> you s- I was going to say, you sounded very Yoda- Yoda-like. Try. Do maybe good, maybe or do not. That was a direct Yoda quote. <laughs> so certain are you. Mm-hmm. Um, I have some shout-outs. I'm going to do some shout-outs for the people on Facebook who um, don't like me anymore. <laughs> so um, shout-out to Franklin, who says that, uh, may my guilt burn like a fire of a thousand suns. Um Big shout out to Rod, who said he would forgive me for ignoring him. Uh, again, Erica, who says, who are you again? Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> the corpse um, speaks. Yes, exactly. The corpse speaks by Samantha. Um, and then they're talking about what void they should be. And uh, poor Daniel, who's been crying for a while now because I've been neglecting him. Um, Jason, very kind, who says, Dax, you're too pretty to stay nice. And I want to know how he knows since I don't do video. Um, <laughs> it's the internet. <laughs> and then, of course, Aaron, who says, oh, crap, who are you guys again? So shout out to all of you guys um, for, you know, 
hanging out with me in Facebook, even though I in, ignore you sometimes. In the blue void. Oh, in the blue void. They decided yeah. they're the blue void, yes. Because the Facebook logo is blue. Facebook blue. That's right. And uh, Battlebum says, we named our cat Nemesis. <laughs> just so we know. <laughs> okay, just because it's a cat or because it's after our kid? I don't know. That he didn't say. Yeah. I said, shall we go jump in the forge? Actually, I said, officially, shall we go die? And um, yeah. everyone was like, yeah, okay. <laughs> so here we so go. How does it jumping in the feel forge. to be the member of a cult? Yes, yeah. exactly. We talked about that before. Pass out the Kool Aid. Go into the spirit healer. We have these wonderful, like, uh, leisure suits. No. What's, what's the. Uh, Are you thinking about the Hare Krishna robe uniform thing? Or that, or the Heaven's Gate cultists. Uh, oh, oh. Yeah. The robes, you mean? Or? The robes are, they were just like one piece. Anyway. Well, it's like jumpsuit. Dude, jumpsuit. where's my car? I know, I was going to The cult of Zol- Zoltar. Zoltar. <laughs> <laughs> and the <laughs> bubble wrap uniforms. <laughs> and he kept popping his bubbles. Uh, <laughs> that. Stop that. Stop that. <laughs> yep. That's awesome. Uh, yes. So anyways, um, yeah. Any more shout outs? You got some shout outs over there? No, I'm clean. You all cleaned up? I, I would like to shout out, she, she actually doesn't listen to the show, but I, I have to shout out to um, Puppet, who kept me company the entire trip um, at DEF CON. And as I said, four foot 11, like 87 pounds, and um, entirely uh, a, a pit bull in all the ways that are admirable. You know, strong and forthright and not putting up with anyone else's bullshit. Yes. Nice. And there you it go. was. It was a pleasure traveling with her. You go, girl. I give a shout out to tonight. (laughs) Preseason football starts. (laughs) (laughs) So you're shouting the day. I'm shouting (laughs) Shouting out out to to the fact that begins. And then kind of a negative shout out to the fact that the next installment of the Cash Cow Madden comes out on Tuesday, Mm. which judging from the amount of special offers there are and deals to get you to buy it basically means they have done nothing in terms of changing this version from last year's. And all they're doing is a roster update and charging you 60 bucks for it. They still make that game? Oh, yeah. No, only, well, of course they make it because they decided to do an exclusive license with EA. They're the only company that can produce an official NFL product. So and they, they keep making the same one. They just make the same one basically every year. Yes. Last year's at least had a. It like seemed like they may have tried to to you know innovate and come up with some new things. This year their feature list is just pathetic, and it's just another. Grab for the cash. Slash spit. Yeah, pretty yeah. disgusting. So, unhappy about that. I'm definitely not picking up this year's. Sad. Vote with your wallet yep. is the best thing you can do. No doubt. All right. That brings us up against the break. And, of course, Sam Broadcaster has chosen that moment to freeze up and not be responsive because it hates me. <laughs> it hates me and wants to kill me. <laughs> yes. So we have a little music queued up for you all from our favorite East Coaster. Brew Guy. Oh, I love Brew Guy. Well, it's not to love. It's Brew Guy. Yes. We will be back after these soothing croonings from the man. Wow. This place is huge. You see, I only got here a moment ago. I'm only level nine or so. I'm hoping you can help me figure out what's going on. 
lots of people running around Don't know if they're lost or found There's a naked guy dancing for all to see Who would do that? Not me Well, it's time to sing a song And if you know it, why don't you sing along? Here we go I wander around the auction house And look at all the things I could be buying I asked somebody for some gold They said that they were broke I think they're lying I realize that I'm on the wrong continent So I best get to stepping I hurry up on over to that big balloon Somebody called a Zeppelin Excuse me, Mr. Traveler And I'm Gnomewise. Would you like to become a correspondent for VTWProductions.com? If you do, send an email to VTWSubs at gmail.com. And Casual Hardcore sails onward into its final segment for this week, which is General Geekitude. Uh, we need to come up with a better name than that, but that'll yeah. do. <laughs> it will do for... T- well, let's see, what do you got? What do I got? Yeah. Geekology. Grail's awesome half hour of gaming stuff and geeks. <laughs> Booyah. Yeah. I feel much <laughs> General Geekitude it is. All right. Uh, so, I have a little story to tell. Okay. okay. Tell um, Those of you who follow me on the forums, you know my dissatisfaction with the entire electronics industry and their utter failure to deliver... Anything remotely competing with the iPad. Oh, Mm -hmm. yes. (laughs) And last week, Nemesis was in his... What are you laughing, woman? just remembering to drive all over town. Where are you? Where where are you? I'm calling him on the phone. Where are you? 
trying to find this damn iPad-like <laughs> thing. <laughs> so... My the, son's crying in the backseat. He was not. <laughs> I didn't go home, Dad. We've been in the car for hours. You lie like a rug. I do. <laughs> so I do. The inner tubes got a hold of this story that hey, Kmart of all organizations, the Kmart Sears conglomerate, is rolling out the first ever uh, Android pad to be available retail in the United States, and it's a very low end device, so it's in the. Uh, 130 to 170 dollar range. Right. So it's the first discount competitor in the modern tablet PC range in that it's running a non Windows operating system and it's not a convertible PC. It is a dedicated tablet iPad wannabe. So I wanted to check this out as the first of its breed. Uh, it turns out after some investigation and checking with stores and being lied to by my <laughs> local Kmart that the, quote, product launch was a complete farce uh-huh. um, to the point where Kmart has had to come out on their blog and basically say, yeah, real sorry about that. Um, every store I spoke to or visited said, yeah, we got like four of those. Wow. And this was for an advertised sale, no less. It was actually in one of their advertisements. It wasn't merely something that they were carrying mm-hmm. that had supply problems. Because from working in retail, I know it's an entirely different thing once you advertise that you're going to have something at a certain price, oh, sure. yeah. the rules change. And this whole specter of bait and switch looms over you because the FTC is standing in the background saying, uh-huh, we're watching you. Right, exactly. right. And if you can't provide something you advertise in a timely manner, you had better be prepared to substitute something. Well, there is no substitute for this thing. It's currently a one-of-a-kind. And I wanted to you know, get my hands on it to... Try it out. Evaluate. And, and potentially buy it as a low-end, fits-my-budget, you know, poor man's tablet. Because mm-hmm. the major thing that has prevented me from getting an iPad, other than it, you know, being an iPad, has been the excessive cost of even the low-end models. So yeah. I was very curious about this little 7-inch Android 2.1-based tablet. And can't be had for love nor money. Mainly because it basically got the uh, retail equivalent of slash-dotted where Engadget got a hold of the information and put it out there right before the ad hit, and people were Lined up, on it. ready to go. Yeah, and of course, their completely anemic supply chain, where they only gave each store four or five of these things, and then never shipped any backup stock, because they never didn't realize what they had. They didn't know that they were doing the United States launch of the first ever Android tablet, and that word was going to get out. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> so, yeah, and it was somewhat annoying to, you know, go, I drove to one Kmart store that was nearest, just on a lark. I had picked up Nemesis, or, you know, Nemesis was with me the whole time because he was out of school or out of daycare. He's in this lovely week between the end of Summer Kids Club and the beginning of school on Monday. Right. So we spent the week together. <laughs> um, so we went. <laughs> Having spent five weeks with him earlier this summer, I have no sympathy. Yeah. I love you. None. Free. So we went to local Kmart, and they said they had a little sign in the spot where it would have been. Said, "Oh no, we you know we sold out of those when the ad. This was after the ad had even closed." And luckily, they're a reasonably modern retailer and could hop on the computer and search all the stores in the Valley of the Sun to sure. tell me which ones have them. So, oh, look, the store up on Northern Avenue has five. It's like, well, psh, five. They're not going to sell out of five and all. Like, let's just hop in the car, drive up there, 
to discover that their internal counts are incorrect and they have no idea where this number came from and know they sold out of that. The five that they got went out the door in about two minutes the first day of the ad. Right. Uh, coming to learn that, okay, this thing is completely mythical. Yeah. So I'll be waiting a little longer to lay hands. And luckily the Internet has provided uh, information, unboxing videos and testing videos of the few people like Engadget who've been able to get their hands on these things by doing essentially what I was trying to do, which is chasing the stock around or being there when the truck arrived uh, with the few that were available. And it's it's what you would expect for $140. Mm -hmm. It is um, a seven-inch screen, has an annoying two-and-a-half-inch headphone jack, which is the tiny one that you need to get an adapter for to get to a regular... I did I say two and a half inch? Uh, it's two point five millimeter. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> That's a huge jack. Yeah, <laughs> the hell was I it's talking bigger about? Bigger than the pad itself. Yeah. <laughs> um, has you know all plastic construction, and most importantly, has a resistive touchscreen as opposed to a capacitive touchscreen, which mm-hmm. is old school touchscreen. Right. Basically, only works reliably well when you're using a stylus. Right. So it is you know, not going to be an equivalent. Uh, experience to something like an iPad, which uses an extremely high-end capacitive touchscreen, which is designed for fingertips. All of that being said, for 140 bucks, it still runs Android 2.1, which, if you're willing to put up with using a stylus or having a really badly responsive touchscreen, runs all the apps just fine. Doesn't quite work with the Android marketplace, but there's lots of other ways to load apps onto Android devices, which is not difficult. Something I am learning about the Android marketplace is they have... Check and see what the application is actually going to access before you download it? Other than that. uh, Sorry. Is they have protections in place to try and prevent people from downloading content that won't work on their device. Oh, okay. That relies upon the marketplace having a good inventory of the actual devices that are out there. So when I manually updated my Nexus 1 to Android 2.2, before T-Mobile had officially pushed out 2.2, the marketplace stopped offering me all kinds of applications because in their database, my phone didn't exist Hmm. because there was no official release of the 2.2 operating system on the Nexus 1 at that time. (laughs) The minute... I got the slight revision, that which was the T-Mobile version of Android 2.2. Everything began working and was sunshine and laughter. This uh, tablet suffers from the same problem in that it's first of its breed and has not been properly entered into the big database O available devices. And so when you go to the Marketplace app, which is included on the device, it basically refuses to install anything because it says, I'm sorry, I don't know what version to give you because you don't exist. Wow. So you have to go and manually get the installer and do what's called sideloading. And it's, it's something that the average consumer would be unwilling to do. So it is definitely not ripe yet or, or is not being rolled out in a very well-maintained fashion. But it's like Bob's Computer Company. Some company is Augen. You, you, you've never heard of them. You know, some... some province in China's you know, back door creates these things. But again, 140 bucks. If I could have laid hands on one, I probably would have bought it just to have the first of its breed to begin playing with and see what's coming. But sadly, Kmart did not want my money. No. Well, no. One, Apparently one, your money has cooties. One step closer to you know, <laughs> Dad, the local please Apple retail take store. Me home. It's hot out here. <laughs> I want you to stop doing that now. 
It's like 116 this week. I mean, it was We hot. have air conditioning in our car, dear. I know. I know. Actually, they were sending out those notices this week. Um, extreme about, heat advisory. Yeah. Well, the extreme heat advisory, but then they were doing these um, uh, specials I, um, on for the rest of the country. The please don't leave your kids in the car across the rest of the country, which pretty much people in Arizona know. Don't do this. Whatever you leave this in your is, car dies. This yeah. is the yeah. stupidest thing you can possibly do. Is Shoes, kind of CDs, kids, dogs, cats, dogs. Yeah. anything, anything you leave in your car in Arizona in the summer is going to um, perish. Um, but apparently, the rest of the country is not so aware of this, and we have a record number of child deaths this year. Twenty-eight yeah. so far this year have died no in the cars. How do you forget your kid? No, they haven't forgotten them. No, they've, they've left they've them been, there. Oh, I'm like consciously decided to leave their kid in the car? In, in many cases, I suspect so, yeah. yeah. I actually, Just not thinking that it would get that hot. Well, I'm running in really quick. And it's a lot. It's not. It's the kid saying, I don't want to go in. I'll just stay in the car. Right. And they just go, okay, we'll just leave them in the car. Because, I mean, growing up in Chicago, yeah, that was a common occurrence. You know, I don't want to go in that store. I'll just hang out in the car, you know, crack the windows. That's fine. It's a little different when it's obviously 110 out or, you well, know, levels of heat when they're not used a to. When it's 12-month-old. Right. <laughs> right. And, yeah, I don't, I, don't, I don't know if you'd leave a baby in the yeah. car. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the hangover. Oh, <laughs> Baby, baby Carlos. Carlos. Can't leave baby Carlos alone in the car. That's not good. No kidding. Not Who knows what that kid will do in there? He's crazy. <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah. So, so bad, yeah, I know. Stuff. Don't do so that. I understand. Yeah, you can't find a tablet. Blah blah blah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Look at this iPad. It'll make yeah, you feel exactly. <laughs> Look over there. You want to fondle, fondle the iPad a little bit? Not even a little better. Bit. Okay. Nope. Just making sure. Though I was going to ask you, have you uh, you discovered any must-have apps or new new toys, or just you settle in with your initial batch of apps and like, okay, it does what I want? Well, I've I've been hesitant because I don't want I don't want to start spending. You know. Money. Hundreds of, yeah, basically money. <laughs> I, I, I see the slippery slope of app buying, basically. I could easily start purchasing, you know, it's only a buck ninety nine. It's only $2.99, and I'll end up with, you know, a $100 I bill. I have spent yeah. $85 in the app store today. But, I mean, like, like I mentioned, yes, we're playing uh, iTunes season pass. <laughs> yeah, that's different. But, I mean, I, I, like I mentioned, we've been playing Diablo 2, and I've been sitting there, and always over-vent, people are going, oh, ha-ha, what are you doing with your iPad while we're playing Diablo? Well, let me tell you what I'm doing with my iPad, because <laughs> I found a Diablo 2 inventory app on there. So I just bring this up, so anytime a set piece drops, I now can push one button, find it alphabetically, I'll organize, and just bing, there's the full set with full graphics and everything else. Now, yes, there's web pages out there that do this. And yes, while you're alt-tabbing out of your game and trying to find that for you, I'll be laughing while I do that on my iPad. So, yeah, I have found some useful apps out there. I have found some unuseful things that the uh, iPad does, though. Every time I try to view things, I always, for some reason, everything runs on Flash. (laughs) Yeah, no, Flash is still... (laughs) Everything, and everything I want to look at that I'm like, oh my god, that is so cool, and I click on the link, it's like, no, you're not going to see that. Um, So I've been having some problems with that. I'll stick to my MacBook Yeah, for that stuff. Laptops still work very effectively. So much better. (laughs) That was something I was interested in seeing on that uh, Android tablet to see if it was a uh, version that would run uh, Flash 10.1 that they pushed out for the end of the works fine on the Nexus 1. I wouldn't mind having it on the 7-inch screen. Thank you very much. But Kmart failed me, so. (laughs) Kmart failed you. Not bitter. 
So one of the best stories I heard, though, all week was on NPR. I was driving home on Friday, I believe it was, and they made mention, or maybe it was Thursday night, they made mention of the fact this is on All Things Considered, one of their primary mm-hmm. news programs. Germany's having problems with radioactive, radioactive wild boars. Not boars, wild boars. Uh-huh. And because, radioactive And they're wild radioactive. Boars. Apparently okay. these boars have been eating mushrooms that were contaminated by the fallout from Chernobyl. And now have nom, gotten nom, 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 registered nom. amount of radioactivity to them. So, and they're causing havoc. They like will run into like disrupt picnics and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so their superpower is chaos. I don't. I guess so. I have no idea. It, it was one of these stories, and you're listening to them. They're like, "Yeah, I know. This is a this is a pretty big deal over here. <laughs> they're like causing you know car accidents and stuff." I'm like, "Oh my god, that's like." You know, one step away from zombie apocalypse if you already got the radioactive, you know, wild boars running around. Speaking zombie apocalypse. Yes. Oh. World War Z. Yes. Read it. Well, yeah. There's this thing called the book, and and you can actually, like, it's got words. Unfortunately, I have to do it that way. Now, now would be a good time to plug the fact that this podcast is brought to you in part by audible.com. Yes, Exactly. Go to our front page at vtwproductions.com and click on the Audible ad or go to audiblepodcast.com slash vtwproductions to get a free audiobook if you sign up through our link. And we get kickbacks, so that's a happy, happy thing. Yes. Sadly, however, despite the fact that audible.com has World War Z, the publisher has only elected to ever release, and I researched this deeply, that this wasn't Audible selectively getting the abridged version... It's that that's all that has ever been created is the abridged Bridge version. version. Yeah. Abridged audiobooks should be banned. Yeah, they're not that good. They're a complete waste of time. Stop doing abridged audiobooks and use the extra time to do more unabridged. How hard is it to read the whole book? I don't know. I mean, you're already I think it's reading because the book. They dramatized it rather than just reading it and brought in some high paid, uh, recognizable names. To, to be voice actors. To, to be the voice actors so that maybe eroded their ability to do the content fully. Don't know, don't care, will never buy it because I don't do abridged. Mm-hmm. Yes. So yeah, I'm forced back into the land of Dead Tree Edition or Kindle Edition because the publisher has let me down. Aww. But read it before the end of the month because we're going to review it. World War Z, World baby. War Z. And we'll do it uh, the end of the month, the 29th. Is that the Sunday? Sure. Yeah, let's do that. Gives you three weeks to read World War Z. The the weekend before PAX. The weekend before PAX. Perfect. Yes. Yes. Possibly. What do you mean possibly? Well, we may be doing our draft that day as well, so we'll have to figure out what time that's at. What? Well, tell them to make Um, it later. uh, Tell them to make it later. Fantasy football draft. Important stuff. It is important stuff because I have the trophy, and they're going to want to take it from me. That's right. Okay. (sighs) Toxic. I had the trophy. Yes, I won uh, last year. I Super Bowl champion right here. Two times. So her research team. <laughs> <laughs> How many times have you won, girl? Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> That's too funny. Feeling the love. Uh. So I just linked Barry, and he should link to you one of the stories that the research team brought to our attention. Okay. That's which was stuff. the family who was facing foreclosure on their home. Uh-huh. And were digging through their belongings in the basement and found the Action Comics number one 
in good condition. Whoa. Oh. Which features the premiere appearance of a little superhero you may have heard of called Superman. Hmm. And is in reason is in good condition is worth hundreds of thousands of dollars. Nice. So it basically <laughs> saved their home from foreclosure. <laughs> That's and awesome. the title says, Superman saves family home from foreclosure. Mm-hmm. Very cool. So be careful what you throw away. But at the same time, having been a comic collector in the mid to late 80s, where we all thought we were laying in you know, huge amounts of money against the future, and yeah, um, didn't turn out quite that way. Uh, not, no. not all collector markets go inevitably upward, and it's usually... The unexpected thing that becomes the valuable one, so you have to guard and protect everything yeah. <laughs> at great cost. Yeah. Yes. To hope that one of them will be valuable to somebody someday. It's kind of like playing the lottery. It is yeah. exactly <laughs> like playing the lottery. Except a lot of investment and uh-huh. a lot of space investment, too. Yeah. Yeah, we have a lot of space in our garage yeah. invested in our comic books. Yeah, there is that. I just read. I just like reading them. I, just. I do too. That's the problem. They're always like trying to sell me two, and I'm like, no. I I just I want to read it. I just mm. want one. I don't. Well, I mean, the the collectors that I knew when I was growing up were like they would buy two copies of every issue. Yep, one and to one, read, one to put away. One would go into the mylar snuggie and go into the box, and the other would be the reading copy, which would go into a box without a mylar snuggie. Oh, oh, oh Dex oh, is being oh, summoned oh, you're by being our snuggies. Oh no! Go oh, oh. get her fix of. Baby, because it's what yeah. she does. Arch Nemesis has been sleeping for a while. I mean, that's she's been sleeping since eleven. I think the magic uh, little vibrate in the base of that seat is kind of her friend. Like, uh, oh, I know. I'll shut oh, down. Oh, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, girl. Oh, what you got? Oh man. Not much. Besides a big yawn. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm oh, sorry. Not much. You bore me. Yeah. Yeah, uh, babies. Whatever. All right. Uh, let's see here. Actually, you can go ahead because I was off that page. And why couldn't it keep that page active and open in the back? Oh, that's right. Because I didn't leave it open? <laughs> it does keep multiple pages. I it mean, just doesn't yeah. keep active content open. No, it does. I just was not on that page. IRC. Oh, um, IRC? No, I was in IRC at the moment. Gotcha. Too funny. Relax. On Facebook, no. wife... <laughs> on, uh, it's from the research team. Uh-huh. On Facebook, wife learns of husband's second wedding. This can't be the first time this has happened. Yeah. Nah. Uh, oh. Maury Yohai, age 90, inventor of the cheese doodle, has, <laughs> has died. Oh. Moment of uh, silence, more in the passing of something that's geez, got killed countless hundreds of thousands of people over the years. I mean, especially <laughs> remembered what? Exactly. Extruded corn covered in powdered cheese-like compounds. Yeah, pretty disgusting overall, but still. They're still damn tasty. Yeah. My son loves them. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ah, cheese doodles. Who came up with the name is what I want to know. The cheese Doodle. Were they deliberately looking for something that could be like a double entendre for God only knows? <laughs> God only knows. Really, you know exactly what it's it what it's for. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, I mean, one of the posts they came up with, and I've seen this a few other areas, is the fact they've officially announced uh, the sequel to Arcane Asylum, which 
you know, was one of the, I would recommend if you're ever going to have a game sit on your shelf and never play it. That's a game. <laughs> that's a great game <laughs> for that to go right next to Demon Soul. So the the sequel is going to be Arkham City. <laughs> Arkham City. So yeah, obviously expanding now because you really have done the asylum in the first game. You've fought your way through all the different wings and you saw a lot of the criminals there. So they're obviously now expanding it out into uh, all of Gotham, but with the theme, I'm guessing, of the, out there. the crazies now have taken over the city. So that's exciting. Um, by far one of the best games of this last year or so. Another uh, sequel that was cool. announced this week was uh, Torchlight 2 mm-hmm. is in development for release in another year, year and a half or so. With land play, finally. Well, they didn't. I don't think they understood the uh, success they were going to have on their hands. Yeah. And it's yet another Diablo-like game, just updated. So it's basically people getting their Diablo 3 fix. Right. Ahead of schedule. This will hold me over. Yeah. This will hold me over. Very, um, what is that game? Not League of Legends. Uh, the other one. Dota? Uh, Heroes of New Earth, Heroes League, of Le- New Earth League of League Legends. Legends style of animation, though. It's very but, but car- more, cartoony-ish. But more like uh, Diablo. Gameplay, yes. Gameplay. gameplay is definitely Diablo, but the yeah the animation style is the very over-the-top over cartoony uh, look to, to that, those type of games. But it was a lot of fun. I mean, I grabbed it off a of Steam sale one time, and I, I've played, played it through. It's a really interesting game. They do some neat things with uh, your pets and keeping them... Um, but again, it, it just it screams for multiplayer. It begs for it. Begs for it. <laughs> please, <laughs> God, I think it probably just please release. Give us multiplayer, please. Torchlight please give two us multiplayer. Is Torchlight one with multiplayer added, and people would still buy it. Oh, oh yeah. God, finally, thank you. Pretty much. Isn't that, isn't that the Bobby Kotick method? Of- I've heard they tried to. The people have tr- tried to look to see if there's a way to hack it together, <laughs> but <laughs> nothing official. Never underestimate the power of motivated game No kidding. Game <laughs> uh, one of the nice things that people are regularly data mining the files from uh, Cataclysm. There will be a mini Deathwing pet available through some means yes. in Cataclysm. I want to know how it's available. Which one? Mini Deathwing. Oh. You know what they also announced? Enchanters are supposed to get their own non-combat pet that they're going to be enchanter specific. Span- enchanter what? specific. Interesting. Glad I'm, my main is an enchanter. I know. <laughs> I've chosen well. Exactly. They made. Uh, I was on the wildprofessions.com. They were reviewing some of the profession changes. One of the things announced was that right now they're looking to give them a, a method of uh, summoning their own specific non-combat pet for enchanters. What would that be? Like a floating. Blah. Pile of infinite dust. Exactly. <laughs> oh, yay. A shard. This yeah. pet is now diamonds. I'll <laughs> <laughs> uh, score one for Grail. Uh. <sighs> Too Look funny. at me. Look at your pet. Look at me. Look at, me. Look Look at your, your pet. pet. Yeah. Your pet is now diamonds. diamonds. Exactly. <laughs> Do you wish this could be your pet? Well, your pet can smell like my pet. <laughs> uh. So, yeah, that was that was interesting uh, uh talk going on there and for all the professions as well mm-hmm. um there's some some neat sounding updates uh definitely there's they also made mention of the fact they are going to continue for the uh gathering ones that are still going to get the passive bonuses so your mining will still give you stamina um skinning crit and herbalism the the heal <laughs> dude the her, heals her. <laughs> the herbs the herbs yeah. heal <laughs> wait what yep um <laughs> 
On a side note, oh, uh, there's also a story about Android outselling the I- iPhone. Yes. Which is not mm-hmm. that surprising when you consider that the iPhones are available essentially from a single provider. Mm-hmm. Correct. And the Android-based devices are available from everyone, including that provider. Exactly. You can get Android phones on AT&T. Exactly. Yeah. So there's, and there's more manufacturers. Yep. So there's just more of them out there. To, to make it happen. And, well, the, the, the hardware developers are, are realizing that they just go with Android because Google gives them the OS for free. Yep. Right. And all they have to do is if they wish to, and sadly they all seem to feel it's necessary to reskin and modify the OS for their own user experience right. mm-hmm. instead of just leaving the fine thing that works great alone so everyone has a similar experience and it's easier on developers. But no, they're determined to kill something that is good and pure. Yeah, that's true of most sorry, corporations. I was, <laughs> I was miles away. Um, but yeah, it's just it's not all that surprising. I know the, the anti-Apple people love to say, ah, we're crushing apples. Like, um, nah. any, if you hold any one model of Android up against the iPhone? No, no, ain't happening. Yeah, of course. So that's just numbers. But still, it's it's interesting, and, and it's good. It means there are going to be more of them out there. It'll more app support. And Hopefully a, more competition between the two as well to actually drive maybe the iPhone price down a little bit. That'd price down neat. and innovation up. Yeah. I mean, whenever yeah. there's good choices to be had, and I'm very happy to see Android catching on mm-hmm. because it really is the first uniform development platform across carriers. Right. And across hardware vendors, that uh, really is bringing home the portable computer aspect of the quote smartphone end right. quote. So I wish them all the best and bring us many more and f- force all your competitors to be honest and innovate and we all win. And since he's going to explode sitting next to me about this, um, Aerodin decided to play through Half Life Two the orange box edition. Right. So he played through it and said, "Oh, I really want to play. See what happened in the beginning." So went on. I have my old copy of Half Life, which I long ago lost the registration key for. Oops. Which means, yeah, it doesn't allow you to update it because it all does goes through Steam now. And as soon as I put in a code, that it I, wants the code that I had located. Uh, it said no, you can't use that code. Mm-hmm. So uh, picked them up the anthology edition off Steam for fifteen bucks. So he's nice. playing through it. Half Life by far is one of the very few games single player I played through multiple times because it was that good of a story and that much fun. So it was, it's nice to introduce the younger, you know, next generation, the next generations to the the older games. And it's kind of funny to glance over at his computer and see the graphics and go, man, <laughs> I used to think that, that was, was the best thing, you know, ever. super graphics right there. And now you're like, ooh, <laughs> it's all about Design. the crowbar, baby. Yeah, pretty much yeah. crowbar and the no, it's all about the submachine gun with underbarrel grenade no, launcher. No, no, no. In multiplayer, it was all about the crossbow. Oh, yeah. Crossbow ruled. I was death incarnate from mm-hmm. miles away with that thing. I was I, I, Screams of rage. God damn it. Yeah. <laughs> Play um, something other than the snipers. <laughs> nope. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was more annoying just because it would be this silent death. It'd yep. Be, Oh, I fall over dead. Uh, exactly. Um, I have a, a shameless plug that was requested by None Left. You go, girl. 
Uh, he would like us to please shamelessly plug the Emperor's Court, which returns August 14th. Next yes. Saturday, baby. Yes. So um, plug, 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 plug. <laughs> the Emperor's Court returns August oh, 14th yeah, okay. next weekend. 6 p.m. Um, Eastern Standard Time. This Live. this being this plug being shamelessly requested by his IRC rep, none left. Yep, the chairman of the cult of the emperor. Yeah, emperor has returned from uh, nuptials and yeah, honeymoons and, and honey do lists. And lots of stuff. Oh, the the honey do lists continue. Of course, always. And the he and Highlander will return next Saturday, six p.m. Eastern time. Be there. Mm-hmm. Be there in the IRC in particular. His his is a show that is definitely best enjoyed live. There's, yeah, I think probably the uh, uh, among the best IRC interaction with that show. Every now and then, you see something in our research chain that um, our Stands research out. thread that that just it's it's it just strikes that completely wrong chord in you. And for me, this week it was Disney's Old Yeller dog food. Yeah. <laughs> no. Yes. Here's the picture. I'm sorry. (laughs) Sold at your local Kroger's food store, which, if you're in Arizona, is Fry's, is Kroger's. Old Disney's Old Yeller chunk style dog food. Oh, 100% complete and balanced for all dog sizes. Did nobody at the marketing department watch the the movie? movie? When your dog needs a last meal, <laughs> go with Old a Yeller. yeller. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Really? One free shotgun included in every bag. <laughs> yeah, free shell. Oh, 20 gauge with it. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah. The are they like, thinking? It's just every now and then. It's like, what? Oh, what my God. What just happened here? What? It's like, old, old Yeller. That movie's about a dog, right? Well... We'll sell dog food with it. it. You yeah. ever watch the movie? Nah. It's got to be. It's a Disney movie. It must be cute, though. <laughs> <laughs> oh. It's like selling dog food for where the red fern grows. Oh, even red, more. Red fern dog food. It's like, what are you thinking, put dude? That next to the Marley and Me Chew toy or there something. There you go. Yeah, God, just exactly. to complete the most spoilers. Depressing, depressing, uh, depressing dog yeah, story. Dog, dog food product. aisle ever. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Made from real Marley. <laughs> oh, well, and that's what I'm thinking. Old Yeller, chunk style. Yeah. Chunk style. Chunk. Old Yeller's ultimate destiny, ultimate uh, fate. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh. Man. <laughs> Feed your dog on the best of our dog. <laughs> Harpalice. That's like Mustafa brand lion chow. <laughs> never, <laughs> never lose your sire to a wildebeest stampede again. <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. And Simba, lion cub chow. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. That's so bad. You mean animals die in Disney films? <gasps> oh, my God. <laughs> it's been known to happen. Yeah. A few times here. And on mm. that bombshell. <laughs> we're going to call this one uh, laid to rest, as it were. Yeah. You have just spent another two hours of your life, and God help you if you've been listening since the beginning of Alpha Geek Radio, the last four hours of your life. And if you tuned in for 20 for T, you probably are happier because that show was good. Anyway. <laughs> Aww. <laughs> I'm sorry, did I say that out loud? Sad panda. Oh, you made me a sad panda. Sexual harassment. Where was it? Sexual harassment. <laughs> panda. <laughs> yep. there, there, we sang for you. Yeah. You 
Avatar. Speaking of sexual harassment, <laughs> at some point I should tell the when a student sniffed me story, but no. that'll be for next week. No, we will not sure. give that creepy yeah. person airtime. So, yeah. Uh, yes. Two hours of your life, you're not getting back. Thank you for joining us. We appreciate it. Love you. We'll <laughs> be back next week. Same bat time, same bat channel. I have been Gnomewise. I've been Iolate. I have been Dexa. And I've been Grail. And we are out of here. Bye-bye, radio people.